Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. America and happy Friday. A great show ahead of us today. Congressman Josh Burkeen, right in the middle of all of these very important battles over spending, national security, Ukraine aid, Israel aid. He's going to join us from the great state of Oklahoma to open the show today. He's got a lot to say about the future of the Mike Johnson speakership in the House, as well as some of the agenda items that Republicans are coalescing around very quickly. There is, after a few weeks of acrimony and uncertainty about who the next speaker is, there is suddenly a lot of unanimity, a lot of speed, a lot of acceleration on what House Republicans want to get done between now and the end of the year. That includes the 12 spending bills. A lot of those aren't done yet, although the ones that are approved count for 70% of discretionary spending right now. Josh Burkeen is going to lay out for us in pretty clear detail where the Republican caucus is going to go, where the House Republicans want to go, and why the next few weeks are going to be so important, eventful, and potentially historic as Republicans try to do something that hasn't been done by any prior Congress in the last three decades. Reduce spending. That's right. Reduce spending. Not keep it steady, not grow it a little, reducing it. That's the mission. And that process also is going to involve breaking out war spending for Ukraine, Israel, the border into separate budget votes. And I think you're going to see a lot of that in the next couple of weeks. And then we're going to play a really great interview we did last night with Kevin Brock, the former intelligence chief of the FBI, former assistant director for intelligence at the FBI, real honest broker in the law enforcement world. He has some very profound things to tell us all about what he thinks his old agency and its supervisory department, the Justice Department, are up to when it comes to Hunter Biden. This is He reacted very strongly when Amanda and I were talking to him last night about the new revelations from the former U.S. Attorney Brady in Pittsburgh about the FBI and Justice Department not wanting to investigate Hunter Biden, and also the revelations from the whistleblowers that every time they brought something to the FBI, they were turned down for a lead. Actually, I shouldn't say the FBI, but really the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office, both Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office and FBI were singled out by the former U.S. Attorney Brady about obstructing his efforts to refer information for further investigation, including the very credible evidence that Hunter Biden 
and Joe Biden were potentially participants in a $10 million bribery scheme. That's in the FD 1023 form that we all have. That's going to be a fun conversation. I also want you to pay close attention because we talked to Kevin Brock about what's been happening at the border, the sudden surge of military age men coming from what are known as special interest countries or special interest aliens, they're called. Why are that? They're coming from companies and they're coming in manners that mimic what terrorists and other people with ill intent come to the United States through. But there's no red flag in the database about them, no background that suggests they're a terrorist. The number of people that fit that very special interest alien category exploding at the border the last few weeks. Kevin Brock doesn't think that is a accident. In fact, he has a very strong theory and he also has a very strong warning about the potential for Hamas-like attacks here in the United States. You're going to want to tune in for that. A very important conversation with one of the most trusted men in law. You know, I know there's a lot of doubt about the FBI and the Justice Department and the IRS, but there are also many good people still on the front lines of these agencies and they're doing a great job. And I think all of those need to be reminded and they need to be listened to. Those that are trying to do their job honestly, to apply the law equally, to keep law and order in a country that was built as a bedrock, the law and order society that we've had. There is a lot of important news going on today. I want to just highlight three of them before we go to the break and bring in Congressman Josh Burkeen. First off, just a few short weeks after Joe Biden finished his Bidenomics tour saying, I made America better with Bidenomics, we've had two devastating reports come from his own federal departments, his own agencies. First, three weeks ago, the Census Bureau reported that one of the largest rises in American history of poverty occurred on Joe Biden's watch in the last year. Poverty went up by an enormous amount. In fact, the largest rise in poverty in over a half century that occurred as a result of Joe Biden because of the inflationary pressures, the rising interest rates, pushing people to not be able to afford just the basics of life. That was the first warning side about Bidenomics that directly contradict the victory tour that Joe Biden and his allies made around the country recently. The second one came last night when the U.S. Agriculture Department, USDA, put out a report saying a record whopping 10 million people fell into food insecurity last year, meaning 10 million people were going hungry, who weren't going hungry before Joe Biden became president. These are some devastating numbers, and they're really a sign that the Bidenomics argument that Joe Biden's been trying to make as he prepares for 2024 re-election, well, it has boomeranged on him. It has actually become a political liability. When you're hungry, when you're impoverished, you're not going to believe that the economy is going well. And that's what millions of new Americans are, have as their new experience under Joe Biden. Go check that story out. It's one I wrote myself. I think it'll be meaningful to you. Another story that's very important. We continue to dig into censorship. And my good friend Greg Piper uncovered a really remarkable set of emails that were released under FOIA that show that the Homeland Security Department and its CISA truth watchers, if you can call them that, because they oftentimes were the misnomers of truth. They coalesced around Russia and QAnon to try to dismiss the Hunter Biden laptop. Remember, the Hunter Biden laptop was already real. The FBI had long before October 2020 concluded that the laptop was authentic, that it wasn't tinkered with by foreign powers. And here is Homeland Security, without any basis, trying to dismiss the laptop as Russian disinformation or QAnon, even as uh, very similar to the very false efforts of 51 intelligence agents. I think it's worth taking a look at how 
very important those pieces of information are. And I, I think if you read Greg Piper's story, you get a sense that this disinformation society that has been built on the backs of federal agencies and then nonprofits funded by federal agencies, they're wrong. They're the disinformation. This uh, The Hunter Biden laptop was never QAnon, was never Russia disinformation. It was an authentic piece of evidence already authenticated by the FBI. Go check out Greg Piper's story. It's a really good one. And then finally, we take a look at something that gets overlooked. A lot of attention has been put on Hunter Biden's relationship with China, CEFC China, the earlier Bohai harvest of deals, which landed Hunter Biden millions of dollars. One of the people that he engaged with is a guy named Patrick O. He was a CEFC official. Uh, so CEFC gave some money to Hunter Biden. But Patrick O also was indicted for bribery. He was convicted for bribery. But one of the things that got overlooked in that case, because it was in court motions, but not a big part of the case, was that the government, the United States government, believed that the very time Patrick Ho was working with Hunter Biden at CEFC, at the very time Hunter Biden was being paid a million dollars to be Patrick Ho's lawyer, that Patrick Ho was involved in a scheme to evade Iran sanctions, to help Iran evade the U.S. sanctions imposed on them for their nuclear program and terrorism activities. The fact that Hunter Biden was in bed with a Chinese figure who the United States government believed was helping Iran evade sanctions is so important, particularly in light of what's going on with the Hamas-Israel war. Check out that story from my good colleague, Stephen Richards. We're very excited about that. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Congressman Josh Burkeen, up first on the Friday edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge your signature on a home sale form. Then he or she refiles as the new owner and bam, your home is not in your name and all of a sudden debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out. Higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. 
All you got to do to get started, text JUST NEWS to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text JUST NEWS to 989898 right now. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. With all of the activity going on in Israel, the precursor to what is going to be a ground invasion, there was quite a bit of activity today softening up the Gaza before Israeli soldiers go in. I thought I would bring in one of the most sage voices in all of Congress when it comes to national security and common sense. He represents Oklahoma in the United States House. He is Congressman Josh Burkeen, and we're great to have him back on the show. Sir, great to have you back on. Thanks, John. Honored. You do such great work. One of the places where you have been front and center leading is making sure that the Biden administration isn't tempted to bring in Palestinian refugees during this Gaza war. Tell us why you're leading that and the, and the security concerns that underlie this request. Yeah. Yeah. So let me start off by saying that if, there's a, a Washington Institute that, that has done a polling um, and it shows that among the Gaza population um, that 57 percent of them have a favorable opinion of Hamas, the, the, the murderous, murderous activities, uh, you know, anywhere from 1,200 to 1,500 Israelis now dead as a result of what happened October 7th by, by, by Hamas. And 32 of those were Americans. We have 11 Americans that are part of the 200 hostages. And, and to think that we are going to utilize the same lack of process that we saw with Afghanistan under Democrat administration, where even their own investigative general said that it was lacking in really vetting these people coming from Afghanistan, it is incredible to me to think that we would potentially uh, parole into the interior of the United States those um, that, by strong majority, support uh, Hamas. And, and let me just say this. There's a real threat, John, um, it already that's played out in, in the interior of the United States. You have John Bolton, uh, National Security Advisor, former National Security Advisor. You have Mike Pompeo, former Secretary of State, that I ran – so we all know that Hamas is, a, is an extension, a proxy of Iran. We know that uh, both of those individuals, Mike Pompeo, John Bolton, that there was a plot <laughs> backed by Iran to take them out, to kill them. And that, that was recently uncovered. We also know that there was a plot to assassinate former President George W. Bush by ISIS, specific to getting people flowing through the southern border. And the FBI uncovered that. There's over 600 people that are on that are on the special interest alien list. 600 people that have come across our southern border from Iran, and that is out of a sum total of 70,000 that have come across the southern border on a special interest list from all over the world, represented in over 150 different countries. So when you hear people talk about the 250 that are on the terrorist watch list that have come across under the Biden administration, you don't hear this 600 number of those specific to, the, to Iran that are on the special interest list. Before our committee yesterday, the Homeland Security Committee, we had a lady, former journalist in Iran in the last couple of years in New York. She fled as a journalist from Iran. She had an assassination attempt on her life. A guy showed up on her front doorstep with an AK-47, tried to kill her, and then another attempt. They tried to kidnap her, put her on a cargo ship bound for Iran. She had a colleague from Iran in, in or yeah, colleague, a journalist colleague that also fled Iran that was in France. They were able to grab him, took him back to Iran and executed him. And we have to 
understand the threat of Iran trying to gain access to the interior of the United States to kill Americans. Iran is responsible for over 130 deaths since 1990, specific to American citizens. They call us the great Satan for a reason because they hate us. That's right. They, they call uh, Israel the little devil, but they we're considered the great set. And we're really the larger abject of Iran and its proxies. And that you, the statistics you just put out are so amazing. This hearing yesterday was so important because I think a lot of people don't realize that what we're in is a proxy war that when Hamas and Hezbollah are launching rockets at our folks or at Israel, they're really just doing the bidding of Iran. What do you think Iran's intentions are over the next six months? How do they play this next escalation of violence in the Middle East? Because Israel's going to go in and make sure Hamas is eradicated. Look, Iran knows they can't take the, the United States on uh, full frontal. But what they're trying to do is, specific to homeland security, is they are going to try to inspire um, and ignite enthusiasm around doing heinous acts, whether it's a water infrastructure, whether it's our electric grid, whether it's uh, going after families of elected leaders, uh, bureaucrats. You know, I think every elected official better pay attention for blackmail. And I think... You know, for for anyone who has any doubt that uh, you have the president's son playing out in the news that foreign interests can absolutely grab hold of your family and utilize your family and make you do things that, that in a controlling position of, of a country. So we have to be very vigilant and understand there are people who are working to compromise the United States from the interior. Yeah, that is such an important message. And it was delivered, I think, really compellingly yesterday at this hearing. This was such an important hearing. Uh, I want to stay here for just one more minute because uh, you mentioned Hunter Biden and most of the uh, connections that we know about Hunter Biden are China and Russia and Ukraine and Romania and Kazakhstan, all bad. But there was a case involving a man named Patrick Ho. He was one of the Chinese business partners of Hunter Biden on a deal that uh, at least some people envision Joe Biden might even enter. Patrick Ho gets indicted. He's convicted for uh, illegal lobbying and influence. But one of the uh, the court documents show that one of the things they were concerned about Patrick Ho is that he was using his resources in China to try to help Iran evade uh, the sanctions. We're going to have a whole detail on this tomorrow. We're going to put all the records out for the American people to see. But China, already a bad actor. We know Hunter Biden's deep into China with all the things. But the idea that his business partner uh, might also have been trying to help evade U.S. sanctions on Iran, another one of those concerns in that big tree that Republicans are building about Hunter Biden, isn't it? Yeah, no, look, I mean, Iran is, is gaining wealth. Um, they have, uh, I think that the numbers in the last couple of years, just their, their assets and foreign currency holdings have, have tenfold increased because of their ability due to changes in sanctions. The Trump administration imposed heavy sanctions. Those have been majorly um, uh, changed under the Biden administration, majorly in terms of giving them the ability to financially gain um, access and into markets and gain uh, you know oil export opportunities. And so what has that done? That's given freed up funds, it's created funds that are being utilized to bring terror in the Middle East. Yeah. Uh, so important. I want to switch to the other big news because the hearing was clearly one of the big news events of the last 24 hours. But the election of a speaker, Mike Johnson, someone I know well, I know you know well and have been a big friend and fan of. He's a man that has a lot of humility on the outside, but a lot of tenacity on the inside. Very principled. I love that. I love what you said that. Yes, I love how you said that, John. Absolutely. He's really a unique character. I think he's going to uh, find an extraordinary moment in history to lead. What do you think are the big opportunities in the next few weeks for Republicans to start scoring wins and getting back to the people's business. 
um, in terms of um, what I hope that uh, it occurs, is my great hope is the 12 appropriation bills, and um, then we can have the strongest negotiation position with Senate Democrats that the American people will actually have a house that really means what it says when it says we believe we've got to cut spending to give our, our country a chance, a country that is overspending by $2 trillion every year right now. In 1980, that was $1 trillion was the size of 200 years of debt accumulation. That was our gross national debt was $1 trillion in 1980, and every year we're overspending by $2 trillion. We are on such an unsustainable path, unsustainable path. And my great hope is I am a fan of Mike Johnson. He's going to need great people around him to inspire him. He's going to have, have to have people that, um, you know, from congressional district by congressional district that are supporting the concept of returning to right principles, limited government. We've got to get a handle on our spending. Yeah, well, there's no doubt. That. John, I've got to slip off here and go vote on the floor right now. Completely understand, sir. It is a great honor to have you on. we got a good update. I really appreciate you. Thanks, man. I'm within about 20 feet of having to walk on the floor and vote. And they won't allow us. <laughs> we are so grateful that you spent that time with us. Thank you so much, sir. Right. Thanks, John. Appreciate it, sir. All right, folks, more interviews ahead right after these commercial messages. Up next, Kevin Brock, the former intel chief for the FBI, with a stark warning about the border and what may be really going on, and also a very stark assessment of the FBI and Justice Department's willingness to investigate Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and the Biden allegations. This is an FBI man that's going to put some pretty big thoughts out there right after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Folks, Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved Meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store, Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. 
Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. Welcome back, everybody. Last night, just as we came to air, John broke three major news stories over on justthenews.com. And here's the brief recap. The first was the historic day of unity by the Republicans as they voted unanimously for Speaker Mike Johnson. The second was the fact that a former U.S. attorney told the House Judiciary Committee the FBI kept even the mere existence of the Hunter Biden laptop uh, from his investigations. And the third was a bombshell revelation that came from a new letter authored by Senator Chuck Grassley's, uh, as it regarded the FBI having more than 40 informants on possible criminal activity involving the Biden family. And lucky for us, we are rejoined by one of the good ones who has risen through the ranks at the FBI. He is the former assistant director of intelligence and a friend of our show. We love having him on. Kevin, good to see you. Nice to see you, Amanda. Thanks for having me. Hi, John. Hey, hello. Kevin, I want to press in on a very important article that you wrote uh, last week regarding Hamas and their style of attacks and the possibility that it could happen here. Because I think that we here in America, we suffer from normalcy bias and possibly recency bias because even 9-11 was 22 years ago. And a lot of those factors that contribute to our confidence that it's not going to happen here, uh, competency at the State Department, strength of the executive, pragmatic foreign policy, strength of military, a lot of those factors have been compromised. And one of the things that you honed in on in this article was a a new tactic by Hamas, these paragliders. Now, we have already seen the Biden administration allow a Chinese spy balloon, balloon to fly practically clear across the United States. And I think about, you know, outdoor amphitheaters, Soldier Field, NFL stadiums, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade coming up next month. And that concerns me a lot because we have a lot of open air things that happen here in the United States. And if they can do it there and if Joe Biden allows the balloon to happen, it can happen here. Amanda, exactly. And the concern that I had after listening to President Biden's speech last week was that we're we're focused on the Middle East, on the Ukraine. And uh, we know now that there has been a intentional surge of military aged young males from countries that are either state sponsors of terrorism or up to 170 of them who are on the terror watch list that were confronted at our borders. Those are the ones that were caught. We don't know about who else might have been able to get into the country. When we have that kind of vulnerability, then the attack uh, on uh, from Gaza on 10-7 becomes even more jarring. It, it was a kind of a new strategy where uh, masses of young men came in well-armed and just started shooting up civilian uh, populations. Could that happen here? Well, in light of the information that we have, the sudden surge of, of, of individuals coming from hostile nations, I think we have to be wary about that. And uh, as I mentioned in the article, I would like to see the FBI and the CIA determine whether there's operational uh, significance behind the surge. And then let's find these people and and make sure that uh, they're under investigation and can't cause these kinds of problems. Because as you point out, we have a number of soft targets in this country where 
uh, like the attackers from Gaza, know that the population would be uh, less armed and less able to uh, uh, defend itself. And that's that's a scary scenario. Yeah, it really Mm -hmm. is. Director Ray, uh, I think, signaled that he is concerned. Uh, He was with all of the leaders of the Five Eyes countries, uh, gave a pretty compelling interview and statement. What's going on behind the scenes? Typically, what would the FBI be doing at this moment, knowing uh, that there is this potential uh, for an operational threat? Yeah. So ideally, and and the director commented on the threat of lone wolves, but this goes beyond that. This is this would be an organized attack by individuals who would have been placed in the country as an attack cell who would come together en masse like they did uh, in southern Israel. That's my concern. if the FBI, the FBI logically would want to know, all right, who has been confronted at the border and and then get information as to where those individuals are now and then launch uh, a nationwide investigation through its 56 field offices to, to develop sources to determine who is here now that we may not be aware of from specific countries. The FBI knows how to do that. They should do that. Yeah, important. Kevin, if we can't identify these people within our borders, then Americans need to know how to protect themselves and what to do uh, in instances where where a threat is exists. And I think about, you know, you no longer active within the FBI and John Story, uh, former USA Brady as investigating the Bidens, you know, former, former, former. And I keep hearing this and I just keep hoping that not all the good guys are former, that they are still active in their organizations. But with respect to to the threats that we have here on the ground, if you were still in the FBI and you were putting out a memo to Americans saying this is what to look out for, this is what to avoid, what advice would you give them? Well, obviously, the issue of guns in the United States is a very controversial, very uh, emotional issue. Just last night, the the horrible shooting in in Maine, uh, you know, is galvanizing the country one more time. Uh, but the jarring thing about what happened in Israel was that Hamas knew that their victims were going to be unarmed. Inexplicably, mm-hmm. the Israeli uh, government policy was restricts private gun ownership in that country, despite the fact that all of their adults have had military training and would know how to use weaponry. So um, I would never I would never take a position that Americans shouldn't deserve the opportunity to be able to defend themselves, particularly from from uh, from a, a terrorist uh, attack like this, uh, where you're you're out and minding your own business and, and conducting uh, yourself without thinking that there's going to be a, a fearful attack. Um, Americans have to be weary. Um, unfortunately, that's that's the situation we're in right now. And I, I would never uh, counsel people to not arm themselves if they felt like they had to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kevin, I want to turn just quickly to the Biden investigation because there's these pretty extraordinary revelations. At least they feel extraordinary to everyday people. But 40 informants or more than 40 informants providing information of possible criminality on Joe Biden. And then a claim that FBI whistleblowers don't think it was treated uh, seriously or thoroughly investigated. And then the U.S. attorney, uh, Mr. Brady, saying the exact same thing, which is, hey, I actually did some corroboration of some of the stuff. The FBI didn't seem to want to cooperate with me. I know you've had a chance to look at some of that. Your takeaways from those two explosives of revelations well it's it's getting it's getting more and more difficult for americans to believe that uh, there's something wrong with 
the system right now. Uh, you take the totality of what you just talked about, 40 informants, which, which by the way, that's, that's an amazing amount of informants working one one issue in the FBI. That's you hear about that one. It's a nationwide investigation of some large criminal gang or something like that. So I'm wondering whether there might be a garble there, and it's not 40 reports, but it's if it's if it's 40 uh, discrete confidential human sources. That's an indicator. That's an indicator that there's information out there that people want to provide about wrongdoing. When you have the number of whistleblowers come forward that we have that are worried that um, certain information is not being treated the way it should be, uh, whether it's FBI agents or IRS agents, you look at the totality of that. And then you look at the totality of the reporting that we've had and what's been reported that's come off the Hunter Biden laptop. There is more than ample indication that there may have been criminal violations by members of the of the Biden family to include the president himself that deserves robust investigation. But that's not what we're hearing. And uh, there's concern among people who've been involved in these investigations, people trying to do the right thing, people, um, you know, line investigators and line AUSAs trying to uh, push this uh, investigation along, but being met with uh, resistance. Why is that? I hate to say it, but I'm I'm wondering whether uh, we can come to the conclusion right now that this Department of Justice is just not going to pursue the Bidens. It's not going to happen. And and logically, you look at a DOJ that was willing to uh, do a search warrant raid of a, a former president who is going to be the um, political adversary of President Biden in 2024. And you look at a DOJ that was willing to Marshall uh, did to an early morning raid of journalists who were holding on to a twenty dollar mm-hmm. diary of the president's daughter. Then right. you, you can reasonably conclude that we've got a Department of Justice here that's about willing to do anything uh, on behalf of yeah. the president. Folks, one more good one to go. Jason Foster from the Empower Oversight Whistleblower Center, the man whose team helped us bring those IRS whistleblowers, those FBI whistleblowers. Hey, he found out last week. When he was a Senate investigator investigating the FBI and Justice Department for wrongdoing, the Justice Department was spying on his congressional oversight work. They actually got a subpoena to go get his personal phone and email records. That's a chilling experience. You're going to want to listen to that right after these messages. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% 
money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick House Nutrition and, of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15 off. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Welcome back, America. Our next guest has been a champion of whistleblowers like none other that I've met in my career for two and a half decades as one of the most accomplished investigators in Congress. He worked with whistleblowers to expose enormous wrongdoing, and then he founded the Empower Oversight Whistleblower Center, which has brought to life so many allegations and so many serious problems from the FBI to those famous IRS whistleblowers that we've had a lot to say about on the show. Jason Foster has been fighting there, but last week he found out something disturbing about himself. He found out that the Justice Department was spying on him while he was investigating the Justice Department as a congressional Senate investigator. He joins us now to bring us up to speed on that. Jason, great to have you back on the show. Hey, John. Thanks for having me. Uh, last Friday, you get a notification from your phone company. It's got to be pretty disturbing. Tell us what happened, what you found out, and what concerns you most. Sure. So I woke up on Friday morning to a uh, uh, notice from Google, which I got about one o'clock in the morning, um, that uh, on one of my Google Voice uh, telephone numbers uh, that said that they had complied with compulsory process from the Justice Department and attached was a copy of a grand jury subpoena dated September 12th, 2017, so six years and a month or so ago. Uh, and it sought all uh, toll records, call logs, text logs, uh, et cetera, for uh, that particular phone number. That The particular phone number that I got the notice on was uh, one that was actually used by my wife, uh, forwarded to our home phone and my wife's uh, cell phone. Mm. Not something anybody ever would have contacted a reporter on. Presumably, this is related to, given the time frame of the date of the dates of the information they were asking for, it looks like it may be related to a leak investigation. That it might be related to the leak investigation of the Carter Page FISA, which, of course, I had access to as a Judiciary Committee right. staffer in March of uh, 2017. They asked for all my records from December 2016 through May 1st of 2017. Um, but they, they couldn't possibly have had a predicate or any actual reason to seek the phone records uh, you know, related to that particular number because there's never any contact with any press on that number. Unbelievable. It's me to ask. 
because, you know, this may seem like a lay perspective, but it kind of feels like all that we have learned about the DOJ and, and maneuvering the political maneuverings and, and even agencies like the FBI. It feels like if you are investigating a Democrat or you're poking around possible corruption of a Democrat, you need to use a burner phone and a dummy email. <laughs> uh, well, so so one thing I don't know is whether or not that they actually got the contents of the Verizon cell phone that was issued to me from the Senate on which I would normally do you know, my business, right, that I would speak to the senator on, uh, that he would call and text me on, et cetera, uh, or that I would have authorized contacts with the press on. Um, so I don't we don't know whether or not they got that information because I haven't gotten any kind of a notice from Verizon. And it's my understanding that they don't have any policy of sending out a notice like Google does. So the only reason that I know is because of the Google notice. But since receiving the notice, I have learned uh, that, you know, the inspector general has an investigation open on this matter, looking at the predicates and the, uh, the sources and methods of gathering information on congressional staff in a number of uh, leak investigations that the Justice Department conducted. Uh, and I should be clear that it is not just me. I mean, there's at least a dozen or more other staffers, both Republicans and Democrats. Uh, what it looks like occurred is that there was this extremely broad um, you know, dragnet of of searching for information on everyone in the executive branch uh, with the very, very thin justification that they wanted to see all the personal emails and communications logs for everyone who had had access to the particular information that leaked. Well, there's dozens, if not hundreds of people in the executive branch who also had access to that information before Congress did. There's people at the FISA court clerks and so forth who all had access to that same information. Um, so the question that it naturally raises is, well, did you do the same thing to all of those people or did you just subject the people who were on your oversight committees to this uh, extraordinary scrutiny? Yeah, that is a very important question. One I know you're digging to get the answer to because you filed a FOIA today to press the Justice Department to turn over all of that information. How important is that to starting to get some transparency? And by the way, do you think Congress will also dig in on this? Yes. I mean, I've had. Uh, so as far as I know, I'm the only one to go public on this latest round of notifications. I know that Cash Patel, a former Nunez staffer, had gone public on a similar notification that he got last December. Right. But I know from my contacts um, uh, with folks in the at the Senate Legal Counsel's office and at the uh, at the inspector general uh, and just colleagues, former colleagues on the Hill, that there are several other people that got a similar notice, uh, both when Cash got his and when I got mine. It's just that most people aren't uh, you know, coming out and being public about it. But there are lots of questions being asked behind the scenes uh, and that will continue and will probably be asked in public uh, shortly by oversight authorities in the House. Um, I mean, it, and it's really this. This is not a partisan issue. It shouldn't be a partisan issue. It's an institutional issue. Uh, it's Republicans in Congress. It's people on, you know, it's not just people on Senator Grassley's staff. It was people on Senator Feinstein's staff. It was people on Senator Schumer's staff. It was, um, uh, you know, it, it was it's extremely broad and without any sort of real uh, predicate or reason that we are aware of. Um, and I know there was no predicate for the particular one of the particular phone numbers of mine that was uh, targeted. Yeah. Jason, if I could, I just want to dig in on a couple of these dates because there was this very contentious meeting in January of 2018 with uh, Deputy AG Rod Rosenstein. And in that meeting, he threatened to subpoena records from House Select Committee, uh, House Select Permanent Committee on Intelligence, uh, threatened to submit uh, or to subpoena records from them. But four months prior, I think it was September of 2017, 
we now know they were already spying. Why, what, what's the reason to threaten that if he knew he was already getting that information? Well, it's a very uh, important and uh, insightful question, right? Uh, maybe it's because Mr. Rosenstein didn't know. Uh, and that's important because there are rules in the Justice Department that require uh, advanced senior level approvals when you're gathering information on attorneys, people uh, in the press, people in religious organizations um, uh, for constitutional reasons. Right. And there ought to be those same enhanced procedures for when you're looking at congressional staff, senior congressional staff or, or members of Congress or senators. Um, so that those are some of the issues that the inspector general is going to be teasing out. But it's quite possible that this was, you know, you have to think about the time frame that this occurred. Right. So this is uh, my the date of my subpoena was September 12th, 2017. Uh, Comey had been fired in May. Um, uh, McCabe, his deputy, was leading the FBI there, not in a Senate confirmed position, uh, you know, for all of that summer when they would have been preparing and gathering the information that was ultimately put in this subpoena to Google to get my records and the records of my Democrat and Republican colleagues. So, you know, you had, um, you know, sort of the permanent government doing what it was doing, uh, I, I guess, technically on the date that my the subpoena for my stuff was issued. Um, Director Ray was confirmed, but I mean, he had just been very, very recently confirmed. Yeah. So uh, he's going to be up on Capitol Hill next week. Um, you know, I'm hoping he'll get some questions about that. I'm hoping that others on Capitol Hill, uh, you know, will dig in. I called myself. I called the U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Columbia, which is who issued the subpoena, uh, and asked to speak to the assistant U.S. attorney who signed the subpoena. Uh, and, you know, I left several messages um, last week and this week basically just asking um, you know, hey, the Google notice says that there was a court order that said this had to be secret for six years. I'd like to see that court order. What's the basis for keeping it secret from me for six years? Mm -hmm. yeah. And I haven't received a response. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. A big thank you to Congressman Josh Burkeen, to Kevin Brock, the former FBI intelligence chief, and of course, our good friend, Jason Foster, the head and founder of the Empower Oversight Whistleblower Center. Three great guests, three big issues to think about on this Friday afternoon. Thank you for spending some time with us on Just the News at John Solomon Reports. I pray that God bless you and God bless this incredible country, the United States, as he always has. We'll be back tomorrow with the Saturday edition of John Solomon Reports. Some good guests, including Senator Ron Johnson on tap. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend, who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group. Text Just News to 989898 right now. History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, 
maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its Decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started. And it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews.